Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. We are talking today with... David Zuniga, the founder of Tactical Civics, a battle plan for reinstituting the founder's original vision of self-governance. And again, I'm inviting you to visit his the website, tacticalcivics.com. Uh, go to the website, and we'll continue our discussion with David Zuniga about the program of Tactical uh, Civics. David, we have discussed uh, what part of the plan of action, and that is who is the boss. Let's just go over that briefly again, because I think it's important people understand who the boss is here. Yes, it's critical. You're right. This is the one that really wakes people up when they learn it. Um, Collectively, the off it, and again, listener, this is only collectively. You are not the sovereign. You know, like the sovereign citizen movement and all that. No, none of that. That's that's essentially, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, that's anti-government, whatever. Um, but collectively, we the people are the the sovereign, the highest level of government. So we're part of the government. So when people say, well, I'm against the government because, no, you're in the highest office in government, you and I and all of us. So we have to start acting like it. So what did we do in that in the, in that most unique law in the history of mankind? We create, look at the first three words, we the people. Okay. It says, do ordain and establish this constitution. So we created these three federal servant branches, and then we define them in Article 1, in Article 2, in Article 3. We define the three branches, and then we severely limit them. So if you go to Article 1, Section 8, you see the 17 things that we give them. We say, okay, here are your chores, these 17 things. Everything else we say in in, uh, Amendments 9 and 10, we say everything else we retain for ourselves. So anything else that we didn't put in here specifically isn't yours. You can't do it. But do you know, listener, do you know that almost 75% of all federal budget line items today are nowhere authorized by us in the Constitution? Isn't that insane? So I was saying uh, James Madison's checks bounce. Well, checks and balances don't work when you have fraud, conspiracy, multi-trillion dollar embezzlement embezzlement since 1862 you know in some cases could be classified as treason but at least in hundreds of cases it's felonies and capital crimes that's what dc does daily 
That's what they do. All right. Since we, the people, have never won, here we have this highest law, right? We call it in Article 6, Section 2, we call it the, the supreme law of the land, all right? But we've never once even attempted to enforce it. Can you believe that? Highest law we have, but we don't enforce it. Well, how does that work? How can you have a law that's never enforced? It's not a law, is it? Nobody will treat it like a law. So our supreme law of the land, we have this ridiculous clown show in American law going on where just look at, at the daily news. I mean, but read the Constitution. We, the people, are the only human agent above that law. See? So we're the real problem. If you want to say, what caused all of this? How do we fix it? Okay, you see it now? This is what Dr. Dan and I are going to talk about today. That's what Holy Spirit just dropped into my consciousness 50, over 15 years ago when I prayed about it. It totally changed my life to see, wow, so this is us. This is all about us. We're the problem. No question that this view of the Constitution is really what the founders had in mind. Because you're right, they did say, we the people in big letters, with that funny script, but nevertheless, we the people in big letters. And they really expected us to be a moral, uh, a moral population uh, that was involved in the government. That's why they believed in self-governance, as you know, and that self-governance occurred down at the 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 the, the local levels. I mean, they envisioned uh the elected congressman would go to Washington, D.C. for two, three months a year, because uh, that's the only business they'd have to conduct, and then come home and have to live among their peers by the laws that they had By the just laws passed. that they, yes, yes. And, exactly. and you know, you know right now that the, to me, one of the biggest articles of fraud and graft currently is that those I don't want I want to don't want to say something really <laughs> don't say nasty, it. <laughs> but those those people up there in Washington, D.C., they pass laws and then they do whatever they want to make money for themselves. This is a a yeah. self-enrichment scheme of enormous proportions. You, you might call it a, a, a the government is really a Ponzi scheme when you come right down to it. These people go there poor. They come back filthy rich. Exactly. And, and all they're interested in doing is taking more money uh, from us. So isn't that really kind of what you're talking about up there? Yeah. And that's the spirit. That's the spirit of that city state. And so it is a city state. It's insular from the rest of America because it, it it's like a foreign country that does its own thing. And you can feel it when you're there. If you stay more than one night in D.C. and you just hang out at some of the restaurants and you go to some of the buildings and you just listen. Just listen to what people are saying, what the, what the denizens of D.C. are saying. They're like a different species. Anyway, so sin is our fundamental problem. We're supposed to oversee it. Like you were just saying, Dan, the, the, the founder, the framers of the Constitution expected us like, uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, ah, the, the, the mayor's uh, wife of, of Philly asked uh, Ben Franklin, uh, oh, yes. Dr. Franklin, what kind of government, when he was walking out at the end of the of the, of the uh, convention, what kind of a government have you given us, a a, a monarchy or a, or a republic? And he said, a, a republic, madam, if you can keep it. And so exactly like you said, you know, it all depends on us. 
So it, it's really funny. Um, you know, God is going to judge us and keep judging us just like this. And that's what I see this as. This is all, all of these bad people out there. Look, this is God's judgment on us because we're not doing our, our, you know, we're not repenting. So he's making us, like Paul says in, in Romans 1, deeply stupid. So if uh, there was a letter, um, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the evangelist, in a letter from Hitler's prison before Hitler hanged him, wrote that stupid people are much more dangerous to civilization than evil people are. And then over 50 years later, this guy named uh, 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 Carlo Cipolla, he wrote this little book called The Basic Laws of Human Stupidity, and he said exactly the same thing that Bonhoeffer said. He, He said, you know, there's far more stupid people than anybody believes. And number two, they're far more uh, uh, dangerous to civilization than even evil people are. Stupid people are a real problem. So when you look at what government schools have done to the children, now adults of America, now you know where this comes from. When the government controls education, like it does in all Marxist systems, it's a real problem. So say what you will about billionaires and their wicked plans. The real problem is we the people because we're we're not uh, restoring our authority and limits on the public service. We are talking today with David Zuniga, the founder of Tactical Civics, a battle plan for reinstituting the founder's original vision of self-governance. You know, that really brings up the point, if you remember when uh, Lenin and Stalin uh, came to power, they used the intelligentsia of Russia to uh, to come to power. And after they came to power, Stalin called them the useful idiots and uh, obviously eliminated most of them from the face of the earth. And that's what we have in our country today. We have people who uh, who are doing the will of the status of the collectivists or whatever you want to call them, the people in Washington, uh, for one reason or another. Uh, and they really do not understand the implications or consequences of not just short-term, but more importantly, the long-term implications of signing on to that program, which will, if not stopped, destroy us all. Amen. Preach it. I mean, that's exactly what's happening. It, um, You know, this is all up to us. Uh, American Christians left their first love. You look around, look, 69% of Americans claim to be Christian. There's over 350,000 churches in this republic. We're not, and look around, we're not even making a dent in the collapse of our civilization. What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> you know, so again, I say, you know, when I prayed about this, I saw it was, it was us in the new world trying to follow the old world now for these five generations past. And so I started feeling this existential threat. My grandchildren, I've got six grandchildren, and they're not going to have any place to live as free people if we lose this. Like you said several times, you've said, Dr. Dan, you know, if this, if we lose this, there's nowhere else to look. Ronald Reagan said it once too, you know, we're that shining on the city on a hill. And if we, if, if it gets lost here, it's lost everywhere. So when I saw that, uh, 2007, 
I stopped everything else, even the hobbies, all of my fishing and hunting and photography and junk and at scuba, everything. I used to flying, having lots of fun. I just stopped everything. And I devoted my life to this mission for the glory of Jesus Christ. And with almost 50 other volunteers over these 15 years, we've invested well over 80,000 hours digging to the bottom of each one of the major sins, each one of the major problems, going to its root and then finding its solution. A lot of work. David, I want to amplify something very important that you said, and that is that there is an absolute failure of our churches, of our pastors in this country. Uh, not just yesterday, uh, but for decades. Yes. Um, but the best example of that was during the COVID-19 crisis. Yes. The government says you will not, you will shut your churches and most of them shut their doors. That and I was, looked at that yes. and I said, what is wrong with this picture? What is wrong with a, with a pastor who obeys the government? Yes. Why? Yes. Because of their 501c3 status exactly. they don't want to give up? I mean, is that being a Christian leader to do something like that? What did, what did that remind you of, Dan? When you when you saw them doing that, didn't it remind you of 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 Hitler and the during the Third Reich and how the the church just stayed quiet in Germany? You mentioned Bonhoeffer. Bonhoeffer was the one Lutheran standout who said, "No, I'm not right. going to comply yep. with you, Adolf Hitler. I don't care what you do to me. I am going to run a church." When all the other church leaders just blindly signed right on to whatever they signed on. Wanted. Yep. Yep. So we've developed the only action organization that I'm familiar with that is an actual solution that's full spectrum. That in, in my books, I'm really tough on a lot of sacred cows, including the pastorate. Like what you've just said, you know, if you if you look and you say, wait a minute, there's 350,000 of these guys. And in some cases, women. Uh, but there's 350,000 churches here. What is the problem? What, you know, so I, I attack the political left. I attack the political right. I go just wherever the sacred cows are and I barbecue them. That's what I do in my books. And so a lot that we say and do really grates on people at first. Uh, non-Christians especially, but even some Christians, we don't allow, when you come into our training center, when you join us and come into our training center, we don't allow you to argue because it's not Facebook. It's not a debate forum. It's not a social medium. It's the training environment of a private member organization that's designed to execute on our mission. So those who don't agree with it, don't join us. Now you can pay your first month $5 and then you can go to our book section, download all of our PDF books for free, you know, for that first $5. Take everything you can. You can just get all of our stuff and then leave if you want. Okay? But we don't brook argument because there's no point in it. We've already done all the work. I'm sorry. We're not going to argue over everything again. Read the books. Learn first. Then we'll talk. So, the other thing we don't do, we don't chase news. We're not a news aggregator site. We don't do politics. We're 100% mission-focused. Job one is to glorify Jesus Christ. And job two, and the main thing we're all about, is executing on a very detailed, sequential mission. We don't jump ahead of our supply train. We have four phases, and we'll talk about that. 
But anybody who's serious about restoring America, look, you know what you have to do first? You have to start with personal repentance. If you won't do that, just you and God, if you won't really look at your life and say, okay, am I willing to be really serious for the rest of my life about being an American? Am I willing to do this? Because being an American is not like being, you know, a, a, a German. It's not like being, you know, from, from Brazil, a Brasileño. It's not the same thing. Our private member organization, we're boldly dedica dedicated to glorify Christ, like America did for 300 years since the first English colonies. And we will accept non-Christians. We don't say you have to be a Christian, except the only people we don't accept are Muslims, because that's a system of law, that's a system of government, and it's at war, at declared war against us. And they also practice taqiyya, which basically means you can lie. <laughs> you can defraud people and say, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm your best friend while they're knifing you in the back. So we don't accept Muslims as members. But if you're an atheist and you're, and you're not going to argue about stuff every day and you want to help with this, great, join us. Um, so, Well, David uh, Zuniga, uh, we've, dis we've established you're a Christian. We know you're a prolific author, public speaker. And you have created a plan, uh, the Tactical Civics Plan of Action. And I think now's a good time to talk about it. What is step one? Okay. Uh, our action projects are four phases. They're sequential, like I just said. Phase one is building our chapter network in all 3,141 counties and county equivalents in this republic. I never call it a nation, by the way, because there are at least 11 nations comprising America, comprising this republic. And there are certainly 48 states and then two other nations, Alaska and Hawaii, that were stolen and called states. So, But, but we're not a nation. And, and James Madison spoke to this in the, in the, uh, 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 the Federalist. But anyway, uh, we are a republic. Anyway, we're building our membership to half of 1% of each county's population. That's all we need because this is law enforcement. This isn't politics. This isn't majoritarian politics. For law enforcement, you don't have, if you have a, a town of 5,000 people, you don't need 5,005 cops, do you? You don't have to have. So half of 1% is all we're looking for. One out of every 200 people. And so we started after 15 years of working at the, after we were into our 13th year and we started chapter planting two and a half years ago. We're now in all 50 states, over 700 county chapters already. We add a chapter at least one a day, sometimes two or three a day. So we're getting there. Got to get 3,141. So you go to tacticalcivics.com, all one word, no spaces. You click on the red rectangular button. You fill out an application form. You enter our training center. And you, you start off by, by joining your state chapter. So you're going to see a lot of material in the training center. This is a very complex system, machine. This, this constitutional republic is, is extremely complex. It's beautiful, but it's very complex. So what we ask newbies to do is we have a learning sequence. We have a long menu on the left-hand side. We take you step by step. And if you'll just read it, and you do each step in sequence, you'll go, ah, and you'll start learning. Every day you'll learn something new. It's really cool. 
But if you try to jump ahead and hop around, you'll really get overwhelmed fast. So, but you're you're going to find everything that patriots are complaining about today, we the people can arrest and restore, but only if we execute on our mission plan in sequence. And then only once we reach critical mass. So phase one is reaching critical mass. We've got to get enough chapters and those chapters have to be big enough. And the members of those chapters have to know history and enough history and civics that they know how this works so that you can, so that popular constitutionalism becomes a thing. In other words, we are self-governing again, as we were supposed to be. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything going to be all right this morning.